0: Hello, everybody. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Press Box Report. I am your host, Tanner Scott. Today is May 14th, 2023. Sorry I haven't had a podcast recently. I had a cold last week, so that's why I didn't do a podcast. But I'm here now, and we're talking about the draft that happened a few weeks ago. So let's just dive on in on this thing. So the biggest surprise is from the 2023 NFL Draft. So I think the biggest surprise had to be that the Houston Texans had back-to-back picks in the first round, picks two and three. Overall, they acquired this this their first pick number two. They had because of their draft pick placement of being the second worst team in 2022, and then they traded it up from 12 to with the Cardinals to get the. Third pick overall. So their first pick was C.J. Stroud, and their second one was Will Anderson Jr. I seen that this was one of the better first-round draft pick combinations out of all the teams that had multiple picks. And I, some people are saying that they don't think the Texans will be that good this year. I kind of agree with that, but I don't think that C.J. Stroud will be a bad quarterback this year or in his future. I think he is – I personally think he'll be better than – Bryce Young might be a little biased, but I just think Bryce Young's small, and I think that they are kind of equal with who they are throwing to. The the Panthers are just not a very good team in my opinion. I would say that they are equally as bad. But moving on, Will Levis falls out of the first round to Tennessee in the second. I think he went 35th overall. In the draft, I don't think Will Levis is one of the best quarterbacks in the draft, like top three. I do think that he was – I think he was probably fourth or fifth. And I wouldn't be surprised if he plays this year because especially if they get rid of Tannehill or if they keep him in Tannehill just as bad like usual, I think he'll be played easily. I don't think he has a whole lot of great players around him besides Derrick Henry because he's not throwing to too many good – Players. And then the third biggest surprise was Philadelphia gets Jalen Carter at number nine and Nolan Smith at number 30. These are two good linemen. I think they're both from, not linemen, defensive defensive linemen, who I think are both from Georgia. So I was a little surprised how they could get both of these guys, especially uh, Carter at number nine. I thought Carter would go like earlier, but didn't. So I. Thought that was a good pickup to get both of these players but so I was a little surprised that they went both defense because they their defense was is still pretty good without these players. So those are the three surprise the big surprises that I saw. And then moving on to the best picks. So these are any round it's not just first round this is first, second, third, so on I have Michael Mayer Oh, wait, no, Michael Mayer went 35th overall. I I guess uh, Levis was a little higher, but Michael Mayer going 35th overall to Las Vegas. I just think Michael Mayer is a good tight end, and I think that if they can use Mayer the same way that they used Waller, I think he will be a lot better than where he was picked. I'm a little surprised that he didn't go in the first round. uh, Second behind some other tight ends. But I do think that he was definitely a top 2, top 3 tight end in this year's draft and I was just surprised he went in the second round. Number 2, Joey Porter Jr. going 32nd overall to Pittsburgh. A lot of people were saying that they thought that they would take Porter in the first round at number 17, so I think that this was a very good pick for the Steelers getting them later in the draft in the second round instead of in the first round. I do think Porter isn't the best tight end, or not tight end, cornerback in this year's draft, but he definitely isn't the worst. I do think he is a good player and will definitely help out the Steelers' defense. Number three, Will Anderson Jr. I I just put him here because this is – it wasn't the Texans' first pick. It was the Texans' sec- second pick, which I was a little surprised about because a lot of people thought that they would get him – With their first pick, so I have him number three because they got him as their second pick. Yes, I had to trade up to get him, but still, it's a very good second pick in the draft. Number four, I had Hayden Hooker at number sixty-eight. So this was, I think, this would be a third-round draft pick. What to Detroit? Yes, Detroit still has Jared Goff, but I do think that Hayden Hooker will be a good replacement, or maybe even able to jump over Gary Goff if he is that good because I think he was the fifth best and getting him like around later than the fourth best I think is very good because I wouldn't be surprised if Hayden Hooker Hayden Hooker, sorry, is better than Will Levis. Especially because he has better receivers like in Saint, Almond Ross St. Brown and has better running backs, especially because of their 12th pick that I'll be talking about later. Not 12th pick, but 12th pick overall. But And I just think that he'll have a better team than William, William, Will Levis. And then the last one I have is Brian Branch going 45th overall to Detroit, so another Detroit person. I just think this player I also think should have gone first round. Late first round. And he went late second round. Not late. Like mid mid second round. And I just think Brian Branch is a good player. And will definitely help out this Lions team. So those are all of my best picks of the 2023 NFL draft. Now I'm going to get into the worst picks in the draft. Number one. I think that the worst pick. In the draft will probably be Tyree Wilson, number seven. I to Las Vegas. I don't think he's a bad player. And I don't think this was like a bad area for him. I just don't know if he's gonna be as good. I think he might bust. That's what I've heard other people say that he's gonna bust. And he seemed a little cocky at the draft anyway. And this might just be a hard area for him playing in Vegas because it just is a different place and you know how Vegas is and it might not be a great landing spot for him because of that cockiness I don't think that that's really going to help him but I might be wrong he might be able to be a very good edge and to help out this Raiders defensive line number two Broderick Jones to Pittsburgh I don't I think trading up for him was a mistake I'm not surprised that he was a first rounder but I just don't think that I would have traded up to get Broderick I think he's gonna be fine, but I do just I, I can't wrap my mind around trading up to get him, especially when there's a lot of other good players too, like Nolan Smith that went to the Eagles. Number three, Zay Flowers to Baltimore. It's not that I don't like Zay Flowers. I think he's very good. It just is the Ravens. You already have two good wide receivers, and let's be honest. How much passing is Lamar Jackson actually going to do? I would be kind of upset if I was Flowers going to the Ravens because you already have – you went out and got Odell Beckham Jr., who might still be able to play. He might be done. But then you also have another good wide receiver, Bateman. You also have Bateman, who is in Baltimore, and just a third guy – We know how Lamar Jackson is and doesn't love to pass the ball, so that's why I have, say, Flowers or any. It was not just him. It would be if they picked any wide receiver in the first round. Moving along, Jameer Gibbs, 12th overall to Detroit. I just think that this is a little high. I was going to put the Falcons pick on this list, but I didn't. I do think he will be better. That one is higher, but he is better in my opinion. But I just think you could have traded down to get him. I would have been happy with that. I think this is just a little early for him. And especially for the Lions, you you already went out and got Montgomery. And I just think how, how much running is your team actually going to do? So for those reasons, I put him at the fourth worst pick in the draft. And last, Darnell Wright number 10 to I think that he's going to Chicago I think that's where he's going I don't really know a whole lot about him but I just think he it seems a little early for this player but since I don't know a whole lot about this player he could be very good and this could be a solid pick I just don't think that he was supposed to go this high so then the last segment on the draft for this episode, at least, was is guys to watch out for in this year's and the future of the league. All of these guys were our skill players. I didn't do any defensive players just because it's harder to predict, in my opinion. And I just put these in order of earliest pick to latest pick. So some of them I, I might think that you should watch more, but this just isn't earliest to latest. So first, Jonathan Mingo, 49th overall pick to Carolina. This will definitely help Young in his passing because he's going to be having a younger guy for the future because some of their other wide receivers like Chark are kind of getting up there in age and don't I don't know how much longer they're actually going to be in the league. But since Mingo is a rookie, this will definitely help if he can break out, which I th- believe he could. Number two. Zach Charbonnet, 52nd overall Seattle, a running back. Yes, he is competing with Walker, 3, in Seattle, but if he can win the job, I think he will be very helpful in Seattle. might not be this year, might not be next year, but in the near future, I I wouldn't be surprised if he does get a lot of the carries for this team. Number three, Rishi Rice, number 55 to Kansas City. I don't know if Rishi Rice is a great player but i do think you're getting your receiving passes from arguably the best quarterback in football right now and Patrick Mahomes so i feel like any wide receiver that he's throwing to has a chance of being very good so i'm i'm not too worried about rice being at least a, a decent wide receiver i mean we can just look at other young wide receivers for the Chiefs, and look how they are at receiving. and they, I, I don't think any Chiefs wide receiver is too bad. Number four, Luke Skronsky, 58, tight end, Dallas. So this is kind of a, a lesser known tight end than like Michael Mayer or some other guys, but I do think if you watch and see how Dallas used... Schultz last year he was like a top six tight end in the league at least for fantasy and I do believe he was probably one of the better tight ends and if Dallas can use Scrantini in this way I won't be worried about him do I think he's gonna be a great tight end like the next like Kelsey no not by any means I don't think that we can say that anymore because of how it's tight ends are so wishy-washy and how skilled they are, but I do think that he has the possibility of becoming a top 12 tight end in the league. And the last one, Josh Downs, 69, Colts, WR. Downs went 79th overall, so third round. This is the only third round pick that I have to watch. And I just think this will help out the young Richardson coming into the league because the Colts needed some help at wide receiver. Yes, you have Pittman Jr., but that was about it because Campbell's leaving, and he was really the only other guy. And I do think Downs is pretty underrated. And then I, who I think won the draft. This is mainly the first round, but I, I think – or no, it's like the, the first few picks, but I say Seattle won the draft. I don't remember who I read that they drafted. It just seemed like they got – The best players, early on, more than other teams. I was comparing them to teams like the Eagles and the Lions. Now we're on to the last segment, tiers, and today's category is green vegetables. So the ones I selected was broccoli, Brussels sprouts, lettuce, green bell pepper, celery, cucumber. Cabbage, kale, spinach, scallions, zucchini, and asparagus. So tier one has three vegetables in it. They are celery, scallions, and zucchini. I'll start with celery. Celery is a very good fruit or vegetable. Sorry it doesn't have a whole lot of flavor but it does bring down your calories a lot and i i don't mind it it also helps if you're eating wings it just helps scallions if you put them on on like baked potatoes it makes the flavor better and zucchini i just think they're very good you can do a lot with zucchini and i just i really like eating zucchini that's why i have these three in the top tier tier two i had green bell peppers and lettuce so i'll start with bell peppers green bell peppers you can put these in a lot of stuff. They don't have a ton of flavor, but it's also a good thing because they don't taste bad. Most people would, wouldn't be able to taste them in, like, pizza and stuff. They're just easy to put on stuff to give it a little bit of crunch to it. And lettuce, same thing. They don't have a ton of flavor, but it's also, like, they're the base for salad, for people that like salads. And you can put them in, like, tacos and that kind of stuff, and they're very good to eat. Moving on to tier three. They are cucumber. Cucumber asparagus that's it cucumber i had to put them down here because i don't really like cucumber but i like them for pickles and but you have to do something to the cucumber to make it in my opinion good so i put them down here and then asparagus for me it's all depending on how you make them i don't love them baked but grilled they're very good and i think most people could find a way to like to eat asparagus. That's why I put them in tier three. Tier four has two as well. These are both leaf vegetables. So the first one is spinach. Second one is kale. Neither one of these really has a whole lot of flavor, but you can put them in salad just to not just have lettuce, which I feel like is a good thing. You can also put either of them in smoothies, and it doesn't really taste gross with it. It just tastes like leaves. That's why I put them in tier 4. Tier 5 only has one. I put cabbage, another leaf. I don't particularly love cabbage nor hate it. I do like coleslaw, which is like the main thing in coleslaw is cabbage. But besides that, I don't eat a whole lot of it. And now we're under the last tier, tier 6. And as most of us probably predicted, that broccoli and Brussels sprouts are in the bottom. I like broccoli more than Brussels sprouts, but neither one I really like. They're just kind of gross, in my opinion. I feel like if you put cheese on broccoli, it is good. Brussels sprouts I haven't had in a while, but either one I'm not a huge fan of. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the Press Box Report. Thank you for listening and tuning in to this week's episode. And this is Tanner Scott signing off. Talk to you guys next time. Adios.